All right. I am live on Trovo, Periscope, YouTube, DLive, Facebook, Twitch should be connecting shortly. I'm live on JLP Live and Talk Stream Live. Those are those last two are live audio feeds. Did you know that? And there is, I believe, a call-in number that you can call in and listen live. Let's say you don't have good internet, you're on the road, but you probably have a better phone signal, so you can call and listen live on the phone signal, some of you. Might work. I used to do that when I used to listen to the Jesse Lee Peterson show, using the talk stream live number. Very cool. TheHakeReport.com slash show for the info, although I don't have the info on the phone call-in number. That may be... It may be using, I may be piggybacking on the Jesse Lee Peterson talk stream live since I am using his studio and it's probably a similar or this maybe even the same feed. Anyway, guys, it is the Hake Report and I am James Hake. Yeah, just search Jesse Lee Peterson talk stream and that's how you can probably find the call in listen line and it may be, it probably works for me. We'll see. But, uh, it is 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time, Tuesday, February 2nd already, 2021. I heard from Jason Lee Peterson that it's Groundhog Day. <laughs> and I say that like the uh, radio hosts say on, in the movie Groundhog Day. Ever seen that movie? It's a pretty funny movie with that one guy in it. Bob from What About Bob? Anyway... I'm going to be touching on uh, this rhino Adam Kinzinger, <laughs> and uh, I found out about a little bit of information. He just got married just a year ago, less than a year ago, this Adam Kinzinger guy, a rhino who hates Trump supporters. I don't believe that he even voted. I think he said that he was not voting for President Trump. Back in 2016, he did not vote for him the first time, and I wonder whether he voted for him the second time. What a sleaze. And he was a one-time Tea Party wave rider. Well, he married a Latina, I think. A rhino herself, probably. But, uh, what a mess. And Cortez. You may have heard in Hake News that she's running her mouth acting like she's a, such a victim and a survivor. A sexual assault survivor. And I was hiding in the bathroom from men who were like, where is she? During the Capitol riot, <laughs> the terrorism thing, and she's calling on the Republicans and all the decent people who stand on the truth of the election, on President Trump and everything else, to resign. Meanwhile, she pushes the Black Lives Matter lies and, um, you know, communism and bring the illegal aliens in, and they're such victims. All this evil and violence and destruction. She's pro-abortion, by the way, and she has a simp boyfriend who believes in the racism thing. He looks like me. <laughs> Just a, a white guy is her male partner live-in, or was anyway at one point. Gross. But she's being accused of emotional manipulation, rightly so, by an honest journalist, if, if there is such a thing, right? If there is such a thing. He's more, he's, let's call him less dishonest. Michael Tracy, I've mentioned his name before. And, um, active, I don't know if I mentioned this yesterday, but active military and veterans are being accused in this Capitol riots thing of taking like a leading role sometime, in some cases. And I think that that's a smear meant to disarm our best people. I think I did mention that in passing at the beginning of yesterday's show. 
but I'll touch on it a little bit more. Black, blue lives matter being called white supremacists. I have some things to touch on that I didn't. That black cop from Minneapolis who, slash football coach, who's this upstanding person, according to one of my callers, who's a black rhino in my opinion. Not such a courageous guy. He's just another typical go along with the flow, belie- believing in racism, change things from the inside, black guy. And uh, mess with Olympia, Washington. You know, all up and down the West Coast, homelessness is a mess. And Antifa is behind it. <laughs> black slash Black Lives Matter. Um, and it, it's some interesting things going on. The border is a mess, too, by the way. All that in your calls. 888-775-3773. Let's get on with the show. One, two, three. Fine. Justice in the chat says, I am wearing a Blue Lives Matter t-shirt right now. Right on, Justice. That's a uh, smart young lady. Right on. I will be getting to your calls. Hang tight, guys. First, right off, let me tell you about this little drama that's going on on Twitter. You know, Twitter is not obviously not the real world. It's its own little world. It's kind of like, in my opinion... A glimpse of what Washington, D.C. might look like. Washington, D.C., I think of as being a bubble of rhinos and phonies and kissing up and not sounding racist or sexist or anti-gay. and All kinds of just degenerate, um, people-pleasing phoniness and trashing decent Americans, normal Americans, people who just speak their minds and speak the truth. That's why Trump is so hated by the people in D.C., so, um, for example, I have, a, I, as I was thinking about this situation with the so-called DC bubble, I interviewed a young man who is a co-host with, on The Hill TV, or was anyways, I think he still is, with Crystal Ball. <laughs> what a name, huh? Must have been a daughter of some hippies. Crystal Ball. I think she's like my age. She's married, has some kids. Um, nice lady, she, she, she was a former, like, MSNBC host or talker or CNN or something, I think MSNBC. She, um, moderated a so-called debate between Jesse Lee Peterson and the ACLU and Ted Liu, Congressman Ted Liu, the, the Asian Democrat liar guy, and an illegal alien girl who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, former illegal, and maybe uh, Van Newkirk of The Atlantic, a black uh, intellectual guy, and some others maybe. And she's had everybody hold hands and pray. Well, she's like a so-called progressive. And then her co-host on this The Hill TV show is this guy, Sagar and Jetty. And he's been on Tucker Carlson since coming on my show, you know, right on. 
Um, maybe Tucker saw him on my show and was impressed. <laughs> Although I can't really imagine that he was much impressed with his interview with me because, um, in my opinion, I like the guy, but he came off as a bit of a rhino. I mean, he just... He, he talked about the D.C. bubble and the Washington, D.C. and how politicians are detached from um, the regular people. And he b- wrote a book with Crystal Ball called The New Right. But this guy wouldn't associate with Congressman Steve King, now former congressman, because he was primaried by the Rhino NC, the RNC, under Ronna McDaniel, Mitt Romney's niece. Congressman uh, Steve King was smeared as racist and white supremacist and all kinds of stuff. And he's been smeared that way for a long time. He's wanted a border wall since, like, at least 2005. Uh, Just a decent people. Just a decent person. He wanted English to be the official language of uh, Iowa, because he's from Iowa. Just, he's friendly with, he's come on the Jesse Lee Peterson show before. Seems like a, an alright person. The closest thing to a regular guy that a politician can be. And maybe he is kind of a phony politician. I don't know. But in terms of what he was smeared for, he, it was so fake. And the Republicans and Democrats came together to... And this guy too, Steve King, condemned white supremacy and Nazism, neo-Nazism, as terrible things. As if it's really even relevant to what's going on today. It's not really. But, um, and it was all prompted by this New York Times smear on him. And he, Sagar and Jetty said, I wouldn't associate with him because he's made references comparing human beings to animals, like cockroaches or something. Racialized language to cockroaches with regard to, like, Hispanics or something like that. Well, I mean, this is how normal people talk. Normal people, including Hispanics themselves, refer to how they breed and how they they're dirty sometimes and people in general act like some type of animal or another and that's so only in in the academic phony intellectual brainwashed believing in racism Washington DC fake politician words are more important than actions type of world is that such a big no-no you don't compare people human beings to monkeys or or uh, Neanderthals, or uh, NPCs, dehumanizing language, or illegals, or aliens, <laughs> or, or cockroaches. Normal people talk like that. We call each other names, and sometimes it's, it's in anger, sometimes it's in uh, purely descriptive, and sometimes it's joking. But it's all fine. This is America. We have the freedom of speech. But this guy wouldn't associate with him. So, yeah, he... He wants what the establishment, he's what the establishment wants the new right to be. Safe. Not that far right. Not that kooky. And, you know, there's this woman who's a congressman, a female congressman, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she's on the outs because she's too much of a loose cannon. (laughs) And I'm not for a woman, and she does seem a little nutty, but she's being in, in office, right? But she's... Probably more decent than anybody who wants her out. In fact, I would be willing to bet. So anyway, um, another rhino. Oh, where was I talking about? Oh, so anyway, that's the Washington, D.C. swamp. And 
I was gonna get to Adam Kinzinger, but let me skip Adam Kinzinger for now. He's a rhino. He's a total rhino. But there's this phony Alexandria Cortez, and there's a crazy attack on men. And then I will get to calls. Hang tight, guys. I told you about Cortez in Hague News at the end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. <laughs> the Sagar and Jetty fan is a name on DLive. <laughs> uh, I like him. I'm kind of a fan too, but you know, you can you can kind of see through the the uh, polished politician like phoniness. I like him still, but. Yeah, it's too safe, too weak, but maybe he'll, I don't want to speculate. Um, so, I recounted a write-up from the far-left female-run outlet, The Skim. <laughs> and they are feminists, just S-K-I-M-M, The Skim. About Cortez, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the socialist Half Puerto Rican or something like that, born in New York. Former uh, mess of a person. <laughs> Actually, to this day, a mess of a person. Probably worse of, of a person today than ever before. Her ego is all to pumped up. Day. Yes, to this day. <laughs> so this liberal independent journalist, Michael Tracy, whom I've named him before. I follow him on Twitter. He's kind of hit and miss, but he's a, um, he gives what I think of as his honest take on what's going on. He's a liberal, though, but I think he's an atheist. But he, I consider him more American than the average journalist. Or, any, or average person on Twitter. <laughs> so he called what she did, because she went on Instagram Live for 90 minutes. I told you about it in Hake News at the end of hour one today. About... Oh, I was, I'm a victim of sexual assault, and I saw a capital, which was like, has nothing to do with this capital riot, right? And I was afraid for my life. I was hiding in the bathroom, and then later I saw a capital police officer, and I didn't, wasn't sure whether to feel safe or threatened by him, because a lot of people in other communities don't feel safe around police officers. It's not a sign of safety. <laughs> You know, all this fake thing about, oh, blacks are at risk from cops. Total lie. They're at risk from each other, and cops are more at risk from blacks than blacks are from cops. It's a fact, Jack. And so Michael Tracy went on Twitter last night and said, this is a master class in emotional manipulation. Emotional manipulation because some people, I don't know who or how this happens, but... I don't really fall for it, but some people think of when of this woman is being a victim. Oh, uh, they believe her when she says, I thought I was going to die when this capital riot, this goofy capital riot was going on. Yeah, uh, one cop did die because he was in the midst of the chaos. She wasn't in the midst of the chaos. She wasn't trying to stop these rioters from rioting, and they were like, a handful of rioters. Some, most of the people who went in were just having fun. Some of them stealing. Some of them just uh, documenting. Some of them streaming and making money. And they're being silly, most of them. Getting caught up in the excitement. They weren't going to do anything to any politician. 
they wouldn't have, well, some of them were cop haters, both on the right and the left. But anyway, he said, gotta hand her, hand it to her, a genuine political slash rhetorical skill, because, um, (laughs) and he quote tweets this thread by this far left feminist anti-Trump so-called journalist, Emma Gray, who is the, like a head editor at what, I was about to say Washington Post, Huffington Post, which is maybe almost as bad or maybe worse than Washington Compost. They are a joke of an outlet. They, well, Huffington Post tried to marginalize President Trump by saying that, oh, we're not going to cover Donald Trump as serious political news. We'll just put him in the entertainment section. And then he won the presidency. They marginalized themselves by being such stupid suckers, right? Huffington Post, phony. So this Emma Gray woman tweeted that AOC said that she was just shared on IG that she is a survivor of sexual assault. Just blindly believing anything this dumb woman says, (laughs) Cortez, right? And he shared screenshots of this so-called reporter's tweets about her IG live rant. Because she went on Instagram live, I guess, last night. And he talked about, oh, plot twist, because she's acting like she's so scared of the police. Let's see. Emma Gray, this writer for Huffington Post, a reporter, right, a journalist, says, This is harrowing. AOC says she was told to run and hide. She jumped into a bathroom, closed the door, and then realized that she should have hidden in the closet. <laughs> she, opened the, she, uh, she opened the door across and ran across to the closet and could hear someone who had gotten into her office. While she was hiding, she heard people yelling, Where is she? She even opened the bathroom door that she was hiding directly behind it. I thought, everyone was, I thought everything was over, she says of that moment. I thought I was going to die. Yeah, right. I don't believe a word she says. She's a liar. She lies endlessly. AOC is breaking down in tears, talking about her state of mind when she thought she might die. I had fulfilled my purpose. (laughs) Okay, Jesus. Female Jesus, right? She says that the man turned out to be a Capitol Police officer. It wasn't some rioter trying to hunt her down. And then, but he... But he was looking at her with anger and hostility, and he was there without a partner. Something did not feel right. She didn't, she still wasn't sure if she was projecting. Yeah, of course she was projecting. Projecting her hatred of men as though it's hatred of her. Like she, like, she's a violent abuser. She cast everybody as abusers. She said the people who are telling her to move on are, are, are taking the tactics of abusers. Is what she said. I don't tell her to move on. I tell her you're lying. You didn't feel like you were going to die. So he quote tweeted this dumb 17 tweet thread from this far left senior reporter for Huffington Post, Emma Gray. And he shared screenshots of their tweets. And she's such a liar. And then he said, this Michael Tracy guy, and he's right about this. She invoked her alleged, alleged, I like how he said alleged sexual assault in order to shame as abusive those who don't uncritically affirm her histrionic account. He has a big vocabulary. I don't know what histrionic means, but it sounds like boisterous, right? Like she's so, such a, such a great source. 
Anyway, of what occurred at the Capitol. If you don't see the manipulativeness inherent in this rhetorical tactic, you're delusional. And another woman agreed with, with uh, him. He quote tweeted this Amber Athy woman who apparently, maybe she's a conservative or something. She writes for Spectator. I've interviewed Spectator writers before. She said that AOC's stream was manipulative. And Michael Tracy was right to say so because it, Michael Tracy is, or at least was an hour ago, trending on Twitter. They're mocking him and saying, oh, he would have, he would have been scared too and all kinds of dumb stuff. Histrionic is like historic. Okay. Like she's a historian, right? <laughs> Epic. Big story. Yeah. Thank you. Um... Sexual assault and trauma are not weapons to be used to win political arguments, says Amber Athey. And I say, yes, they are. That's what the whole Me Too movement thing was. That's what it always is. She's claiming it's not, but it actually is. She's, maybe she means they shouldn't be, but they are. Because dumb people fall for this f- fake victimhood of women. And so her spectator article is AOC's body politics, the congresswoman... I like to say female congressman, uses a sexual assault claim as political cudgel. Yeah, and that's true. She's endlessly milking this thing. Fake. And uh, so, drama. Just drama. I'm going to touch, I have to cover this black Minneapolis cop slash football coach that I mentioned at the end of the show yesterday, but first, let me get to some calls. I have a first-time caller from, uh, from Hungary. Joseph wants to respond to Chris from yesterday. Chris was a black caller who called my show, had a great conversation with him about racism. Joseph, thanks for calling and holding. What's up? Hey, James. Hey. What's up? Nothing much. Uh, I want to respond to what uh, Chris, his name is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. What he said uh, yesterday. So he was uh, talking about, you know, how he sees hate as like uh, hate having different uh, categories. Right. And uh, I didn't really like your response because you were going kind of, you know, uh, I don't know, like venting. Okay. I, I, I didn't really understand it. So I just want to like put it out, out there that you know what Jesse uh, says about this is is kind of the right I think the right uh, uh, you know opinion or whatever yeah. is that uh, if you hate one person you don't really love anybody it's like True. point me to a, a guy uh, who is uh, sort of like so called racist you know and his life is uh, together right yeah so like good point you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. I totally know what you mean. There was a yeah, yeah. there was a guy who, when I was producer, Jesse Lee Peterson interviewed, and he said that he would kill his children if they interracially what? dated or married. He said that. And Bingo. Yeah, he was all into the white thing. So he thinks that he loves his fellow white uh-huh. people, but he would kill his children if they were to interracially yeah, right. if they were to interracially date or marry. <sighs> Crazy. That's a little too far, right? Yeah, you're right. The people who, the blacks who hate whites, it's not as though they actually love blacks. They don't. Uh, Yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. They just, 
But everybody who's evil like that will play favorites and pretend like they love such and such person and not such and such person and they only hate hate. They only hate the racist. But it's phony. You have a good point. I I didn't I forgot and, about that p- fact. And you know, uh, like just another thing, uh, Chris was talking about. Uh, he was uh, bringing up uh, like crime as like a, a comparison. You know, like like he wouldn't want to call uh, all crimes just crime, but yeah. he wants to uh, call a certain type of hate out. You know, that's dumb because. A crime is crime has categories. Right. There are certain different type of crime. Yep. But there is no type of hate because of you know what we just was talking about. Yeah, exactly. I didn't. I don't know one person, and, and I probably will never. You know because you know that that actually uh, has hate and has love. Yeah. You know? You're right. And you yeah. know the these people who try to root out racism and root out all this stuff. For example, this rhino who's trying to root out racism and Trump supporters from the party, who I'm going to talk about. That's silly because you're trying to root out this so-called specific type of hate that you think exists, when in reality you're the one who's hating these people. And you have no clue yep. what they're about. So it's true. Yep. It's, a, it's, a, yeah. uh, it's a trick. Interesting, Joseph. I appreciate that. Nice. I hope that nice. helps Thank Chris. You, man. Thank you. Yeah. All the yeah, way from yeah. Hungary. Bye. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All around the world. <laughs> nice. I guess. Yeah. All Bye. right, Joseph. We'll talk again. Take care. Nice. A lot of people okay. who listen on the stream. Uh, All right. Not a problem. It's not going yet. Yeah, I see D Live. I'm gonna have to toggle it. Hang on, Ronald. Um, Ramel. No Ramel. Problem, Sorry, man. <laughs> no problem. What's your first name, too? James. Uh, James Hate. Okay. Yeah. Right, cool. Yeah, I see the other platforms are are going. Just toggling D Live to see if it can connect. Hang tight, guys. Bear with me. It seemed like it was having problems for a sec there. Appreciate your patience. Uh, man, it it actually went down twice in the past like minute. Okay, we're going. All right, so. Continue, Ramel, I think is how you pronounce it, right? Yeah, that's okay. correct. All right, so I was asking about the uh, interlude that you did earlier on the Jesse Lee Peterson show when you were talking about the 11-year-old who was uh, pepper sprayed. She was handcuffed and tased, to my knowledge. I was wondering what I thought she was nine. Is. Oh, she was nine years old? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you, could, I were you, were you already familiar with the story when I mentioned it? Well, I was asking what part specifically was funny to you because you were laughing when, as you were reporting about the nine-year-old who was pepper sprayed right. by police. The whole situation was funny to me. It's so ridiculous because this, this nine-year-old girl, have you ever heard of a nine-year-old girl being mentally ill and being mm-hmm. a th- threatened to self-harm and hurt others? And she runs from the cops and has to get chased down, and she's refusing to cooperate. She wouldn't put her feet in the police car. And yeah, so one I'm of the officers familiar. sprayed her with the irritant. He warned her that she was going to spray her if she was refused she? to cooperate. I don't, think that she, I don't think that she was tased. At least I didn't read that. Okay, are you familiar with uh, safety crisis management or uh, lawful physical restraints on minors or, or uh, physical interventions? 
because it sounds to me like they were definitely using ex- ex- excessive force on a nine-year-old. And as long as you keep everybody in the vicinity uh, safe from the person who's actually trying to harm other people, especially a minor, you would like to uh, prevent that person from also incurring any injuries. So I think it was excessive, and I don't think it was funny at all. So I'm wondering what your background is to comment in a and think that something was funny when a nine-year-old who has mental health issues clearly has mental health issues right. is acting out uh, acting out aggressively towards other kids and uh, endangering other people and as well as themselves. And when confronted with an officer, doesn't even understand, doesn't even have the uh, uh, mental capacity to actually respond in the appropriate way. Obviously, she has some mental health issues. Why would you think that any part of that is funny the way that the officers, the adult trained yeah. officer, responded and intervened with force. They, you don't think that there was anything else that they could have done to intervene and and maintain the safety of the, of the people who were in the uh, immediate vicinity. I don't know, and I don't honestly care. Okay, I, so I think right, that. I th- what do you think about her parents? I think her parents weren't there. And I think we don't know enough background on the parents. And, the, and if the parents were there, they probably would have tried to intervene without pepper spraying the child. And they probably would have tried to maintain the safety of everybody else because they're probably familiar. Who do you think called the cops? Crazy. Who do you think called the cops on this girl? I don't. I, whoever called the cops on her, I'm sure they did not intend for the intervention strategy to be pepper spray. I'm sure of that. They probably Do you think it's their to business to, to decide how to handle an out-of-control nine-year-old girl? Whoever heard Absolutely. of a nine-year-old girl, you're kind of glossing over the fact that this nine-year-old girl is this out-of-control. What does that right, say about the community over there, the people over there? It says that there's a child on a case-by-case basis. You, you, you sound, Ramel. Uh, I'm no, sorry to interrupt. A, I got to interrupt. A child who... No, you, you asked me a question. Go for I'm it. I'm trying to answer. You said, what does that say about the community yeah. and, the, and the parents? So what that says is this child is clearly out of control. And the intervention strategy that was uh, I, I didn't ask you about the child. I asked you about the, the community, the people, the parents. Well, well the parents, obviously, uh, I don't know what any other backstory on the parents. But, but you seem to be quick to judge the, the cops. But you, have, but you have nothing to incident, say about bro. the parents. It's a, but during this incident, the cops were the ones who were the adults who intervened. Right, but, I don't know what happened but the child the is a reflection. The, the child is not, the child's out of control behavior is not a reflection of what the cops are, how the cops are treating her. The child's so out of control know? behavior is a reflection of how she was raised. Are you sure of that? Because she yes. could very she could uh, she could have mental health issues, and it seems like maybe there are some mental health issues that are underlying that we aren't aware of, and maybe she hasn't been diagnosed at nine year old years old yet. Maybe you sound like you you sound like you believe in will, you sound maybe Ramel, this incident will have her diagnosed, bro. Maybe this, this is that's not going to do any good, man. Listen, okay. you you well, have a maybe, false belief. Maybe, Hold on, man. You have a false belief in experts and and no, how I don't. to con- no. Listen, you asked me if I, I have any. Hold on, man. Hold on, Rama. You asked me if I have any background in in this conflict theory and defu- and no, diffusing I'm, I'm situations. You, you, and then you, you know ask me, and then you're the making. A, hold on, man. And then you're you asking me. Hold on, Ramel. Hold on. And if then you're you asking. Hold on, Ramel. Ramel, calm down. 
And no. then you're asked you're talking about this child with mental health issues. You sound like you don't even believe in reality. You believe in this fake expert mean? stuff. You don't believe in uh, mental health issues? Right. That's a false that that's saying? a false thing. Okay. So a a 9-year-old cannot actually have mental health issues. So that's not the root issue. Do? That's not the root so, issue. Are you sure of that? Of course. All right, mental so health is issues, Ramel. Do you know anything about this child? Ramel. Mental health do issues. You know? Hold on. Uh -huh. Mental health issues come from something deeper. Okay, okay. Yeah, so this, this fake thing about, <laughs> oh, I don't have any background in how to handle an out-of-control no, child doesn't mean anything. Have I have common sense, and common I'm sense says you, this is a ridiculous situation, and it's laughable. It's so okay, evil. I'm asking you, but I'm, I'm not asking you about your background in mental health. You did. I'm asking you, you asked me about okay, how to handle them. I, I asked I asked you several questions, but that may have been one of them. But I'm also asking you, do you know anything about the child? I don't have to. I know I know how based on how she was described to have acted. Okay. And it's okay, laughable. So, okay, so therefore you're you're saying that you actually condone the level of intervention that was applied by the officers. I neither the I neither condemn it nor condone it. I neither can you, know, you laugh, laugh at it. You I laugh, laugh at it because it's a laughable situation. All right, so look, let me ask you this. How come you're acting like a woman and getting all, you can't uh -huh. laugh at this or that? No, you can laugh. It, it got my attention. I, I, that was your I know, but you're acting it, like you, you're, you're jumping to conclusions. To you're no, jumping to I'm false conclusions questions. about what I'm thinking. You're people acting like ask, I condone it. No, people, people who ask questions don't jump to conclusions. That, you I, did I, jump I to conclusions. No, I asked you questions. No, you, but you jump to conclusions. I'm asking for your conclusion. I'm asking for your reasoning for but why laughing, it's funny to you. But laughing is not condoning, nor it, is it, it condemning. It seems like it. That's why I was asking. That does not it seem like it. Like it. That's so your imagination. I you to clarify. Laughing no, does not seem. So you clarify it, hate. Laughing. So clarify hold on, man. Hold on. When I laugh at things, it's usually because I could care less about it. Right. Or it's something that I think is ironic or interesting. So yep. I was asking you. To elaborate on exactly. why you laugh. Yep. So I didn't I didn't jump to any conclusions. But I wanted, But you I put words in my mouth. You said so you condone no, it. I asked by laughing, you said by laughing question, it makes you bro. seem like you condone it. You said you said I, I asked a question. Are you condone? I know, but so you I, you said it I makes it seem anything. why would it why would laughing make oh, it seem like, like I condone woman. it? You're acting like a woman, you're putting words in my mouth. Hey, no, said, you're. Uh, hold on, you Ramel. Said, you even reiterated exactly what I said. I said, "Are you laughing because of or condoning?" I asked a question, bro. I know, and, and then you, you said, and, and "Hold was, on, Ramel." That was your opportunity to clear it up. You said, "Laughing makes it seem like you right. condone it." Right. So I didn't. I didn't assign anything to you. I was further. Why does it make it seem? Why does it make it seem like I condone it that I laughed? Answer my question. I asked you a question. I, it, it can seem like a, a, a thousand different things to a thousand different people. I asked the question to get clarity on why you laughed at it. And, and why did it make it seem like I condoned it? It doesn't matter why. I, how, I, how I perceived it is, is irrelevant. That's why I'm asking you the question. If all that matters... That's fair, was That's how fair I but why did it make it, it seem I like I condoned it? If all that mattered, again... Was how the I reason I'm asking, Ramel, wouldn't, then I wouldn't ask you any questions. I wouldn't ask you 
on air. I appreciate that. That's fine. Life. That's that's nice. Okay. That's great. Well, go ahead, you seem you seem like you're trying to be fair minded, but you're no. I'm definitely fair minded. But you're a, you're a brainwashed you're intellectual. You're assigning statements to me that are actually being read back verbatim, but you're trying to make it as, as though I'm assigning something to you. And I did you, but for some reason, question. for some reason, either you don't know why you assumed or why it seemed like you. I did you, not assume. I it, when you, you when you say it seems like you, you condone it, that's in like an assumption. That's Satan okay. talking in your head, and you don't no, want to I address asked you a why. Question, and I told you what it seemed like to me, that, which is why I asked you the question. Okay, I so why why in your mind did it make it seem like it though? You didn't. You never answered that. Because when somebody laughs at something. Generally, they're making light of it, or they find yep. humor in it. Yes, so if that that's was not, not condoning. Case, right. I'm asking you if you were condoning it, so, because I don't want to assign. Yeah, I know. I got that already. I got that already. Okay. So, answer: Are you condoning it or not? I said I'm neither condoning nor condemning it. So you have no thoughts on it, but you think it's funny. Got it. I All have right, thoughts so on I, it. I, I have thoughts on it. I do think it's funny. It's ridiculous. So give us your thoughts on how they should have intervened appropriately. I have no idea. I wasn't there. Okay, it was a nine-year-old. And, and? These are adults who have training. Nine-year-olds have killed people. Restraints. They have, yeah, but then she have a weapon. I don't know. She was nine years. Okay, you don't know. So you I don't, don't know, know, and I don't, I don't care, you and you're jumping to conclusions about them. No. I don't know. And you're giving them a, I, and you're giving the community, you're giving the community an too. excuse of mental I illness. I too. I might laugh too. But I don't know if she had a weapon. I don't know anything about the surroundings and who called. I don't know if the police already had her in a physical restraint and she was resisting. Why do you have to police? Point, why do you have to police white people's laughter at ridiculous situations I, with blacks involved and cops? Hey, bro, guess what? I didn't even mention her race. I know. I said a nine-year-old. A nine-year-old. But know, why? Worked, why do you? Why are you trying to police my laughter? I'm not. I asked you to tell me because you have a responsibility to expound on your statements live on air. And I asked you, you have a duty to your listeners to what? explain what the hell you're talking about when you're laughing at a nine-year-old being excessively... I don't have to explain laughter. It's ridiculous. Okay, well, you laughed at, at something, and, yes. I, and that was your response to it. And I wanted to know... Why are you why sensitive about this whole situation? I'm, I'm sensitive about a nine-year-old being pepper sprayed, and if it's possible that they could have been restrained with some other restraint and, and some other intervention could have been done to not only keep the child safe, but the other children safe because pepper spray has a tendency to travel. And I don't think that is the problem. I don't know how many kids were around. To be pepper sprayed. You don't know anything. You don't know, know anything know either. You're just funny. assuming that the cops did wrong. You have no clue. I, I, no, I'm not assuming that yeah, they you did are. wrong. No, I'm not, actually. I'm saying that they use pepper spray, and that's what I do know. And I know that they could have done a, a thousand different restraints before they used pepper spray. So and you don't know one, what all those they did. You're assuming okay, they did wrong. They, they, first of all, is more than one adult police officer restraining or attempting to restrain. You're being ridiculous. Ramel. A nine-year-old. You're being ridiculous because the training would say that I shouldn't have to use my pepper spray. You're falling for this fake black victimhood. Yeah, nobody's talking about black but you, bro. I'm I bringing it up because you're black and you I know you know that you're into the I blackness. Nine-year-old. You're I crying about nine a nine-year-old when you have no clue about the situation. You you're, you you said black. Did you watch the video? I said black. 
Nobody ever cared about whether the child was black. Or of course they old. did. It was a Black Lives Matter riot. If, it, if this less. kid was white, you, you would not even even heard about it. I could care less. I'm talking. So to you, you about claim. So you claim. I don't believe you. Me. All, you don't have to believe me, bro. You're acting like a woman now. Not believing me when I'm <laughs> you're calling just repeating, you like a man. You're repeating what I said. I'm calling. No, I'm. I'm, I'm yeah, you're repeating what I said about you. Attributes to you. The same attributes that you claim that I have, you have. You're so liberal, just like the Capitol rioters. They're just like BLM. BLM is nothing but white people controlled by the same elites that control the minds and the actions and, and, and orchestrate the whole damn Capitol riot. Okay, you liberal. Don't, you <laughs> people don't understand You're saying anything. exactly you're what they're liberal. telling you to say. You Black Lives Matter people are white people. Black no, not. I do not support <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is a white organization. And okay, the Capitol buddy. All right. are the same damn people doing the same liberal snowflake BS. And I don't condone any of it if it's black or How white. How old are you? You're acting like a woman. How old are you? you can't even explain why you laughed at something. I did la- I did explain. It's ridiculous. No, you said you How don't old condone are you? it or condemn it. So you didn't say anything but a bunch of words solid. How old That's are all you? That's you gave us. I'm old enough to recognize somebody who just wants to continue a narrative. Okay. Anyway, Ramel, interesting. We'll talk again. Being tased, nine year old, not black, I don't know that white, she was nine tased. Years old. Black Lives Matter, white people. I don't support Black Lives Matter tearing up. You the sound black like community. one. Oh, you you got to be out your goddamn mind. Listen clearly. Keep it clean, black Ramel. Black Lives Matter. It, the one thing that the Capitol rioters did that I can appreciate is that they didn't burn down the damn black community, so they got one up on the Black Lives Matter. If you ask me, Black Lives Matter destroyed the black community, bro. I don't support that BS. You got the Keep wrong clean. one here. You don't know what you're talking about. You're the one that's talking about race, not me. I could care less about race. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and you're the only one that's talking about race. Hey, I brought it up because I have a sneaking suspicion. It Say it again. I have a sneaking yeah, suspicion that you're more into what you, yeah, all this mess. More like why did you? Woman. Why did you have to say Black Lives Matter as white people if you don't care? It it matters. It's, yeah. It matters. Okay. It matters. All right. White white and, lives matter. White dollars matter. All white right. people are controlling Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter has, has destroyed the black community. That sounds like the damn KKK reinvented to me. I appreciate your passion, Ramel. Yeah, we'll talk but again. But I sound like I support the Black Lives Matter when I'm saying vehemently that I do not support neither Black Lives Matter or the Capitol rioters. All right. Because all of you are out of control. You're all acting like liberals. I'm not a Capitol rioter, buddy. Whoever whoever condones either Black Lives Matter or the Capitol rioters. You're there were all plenty of liberals. It was 99% peaceful protests. <laughs> you probably you, you probably yeah, none of it was peaceful. You got the you gotta be kidding. None of none of the Capitol protest was peaceful, Ramel. Listen, man. If I'm having a picnic, did you vote for President Trump? Riot, if I'm having a picnic during the riot and people get shot out here, well, I'm an accomplice. Did too, you and vote I'm for Trump? Sandwich. No. Yeah. If you yeah, in the media, you voted for Trump. About the media, bro. You voted for Trump. I, su- I support a lot of Trumps. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, I did. Actually, okay. I support way more Trump. And I support any of this liberal stuff, but right. Trump does a lot of stuff like USMCA, which is clearly communism and central planning. But you don't even care about that. He built the wall, you idiots. He built the wall, and now he's turned over the reins to the communists. 
what's the wall going to be used for now, fools? Useful <laughs> idiots. All right, huh? buddy. The wall's not going anywhere, buddy. <laughs> you, you guys are so <laughs> the high IQ crowd yeah. over there, right? You're right. a high IQ crowd over there. You built the damn wall for Very the Very communist- entertaining. Yeah, Black people. you built the wall for the communists, fool. All right, Ramel. Yeah. You, you, do you really think Trump wants to be a politician? I got to run, Ramel. We'll talk again. We'll talk again. Trump is a statesman. Trump has no right. interest in running twice. He shouldn't have ran once. You had a better chance. Ramel, I got to go. Sector. We'll talk again. Take care. Yeah, la- la- next time you laugh at a nine-year-old being tased, I don't give a damn if they're black or white or Asian or Hispanic. You, yeah, you will have another call for me because that's clearly child endangerment. All right, man. Peace. All right, you too. Interesting. Hang up on the dude, says Joshua Borkin. It's so interesting to me. I sometimes get carried away. Let me talk with Chris in Inglewood, California. He wants to comment on this incident. Uh, Chris, how are you doing? Hey there, hate with the good hair. Hey. What's up with you, man? Nothing much. Look, I, I just want to comment on that last car, call of Romeo. Romeo. Uh, what's his name? He, uh... I could I could agree with him on one thing, you know he's a Trump supporter, but that's about where where the buck stops because he sounds like a over emotional Romeo sound just like his mama, just a yeah. over emotional beta male. I mean, my, I'm glad he called in. I'm glad he called in because there are, he represents people who are oversensitive about laughter or or mocking situations and all that stuff just overly dramatic about an out-of-control nine-year-old getting pepper sprayed i mean way over the top and listen you are allowed to have any reaction to anything that you have and if laughter was your reaction to that can't nobody knock you for that i mean let, let me be clear child abuse is not funny okay but i saw the video of this nine, of this girl, and uh, the way she was acting. Back off your phone a little. You. Back off your phone. It's coming in crunchy. All right, you got you got me. Yeah, that's better. I think. Anyway, you okay, you so watched the video. I watched the video, Hake, and this girl acting the same mentality that a lot of black folks have dealing with the police. Right. Just out of control, screaming. Won't respect authority. Uh, uh, all she had to do was sit her tail down somewhere. They warned her over and over. Stop. Right. Stop. Don't do that. Stop. I want my daddy. She's screaming like <laughs> oh, a you know? man. And let me tell you, that, that nine-year-old look at least 16. Okay. <laughs> right. And before they pepper sprayed her, they told her a few times, listen, you want this? Just put your foot in the car. She wouldn't do it. She wouldn't do it. Finally, they spray her. And and that's what they're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? When you yeah. got to make them comply, it's called pain compliance. Did they taser her? You know? No, they ain't taser her. Okay. Nice. They used the, used the pepper spray. A female officer came in with pepper spray and begged her to stop. She wouldn't stop. She's fighting. She's kicking. And <laughs> she she got sprayed. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's what happens. And look, I commend those officers for spraying her because they taught her a lesson. Yeah. Maybe, maybe later on she'll learn to respect authority. She'll think twice I know. before acting a fool like that. The BLM protesters who pulled up the police barricades in response later that night or the next day or whatever, they were they were setting a bad example for her. They're basically rewarding her out-of-control behavior 
maybe that's that must be why she's acting that way. Why would a nine year old get that out of control? Listen, she, she wants her like daddy because she learned it. She learned it from the folks she around. Right. You know, she that's from her uh, from her role models that oh the police are evil or whatever nonsense. Black Lives Matter want to tell you. Right. You know, it's just it's just ridiculous, man. I mean. But yeah, I, that's all I want to let you know, man. You ain't wrong for laughing. That I laughed too. Yeah, but, you know it was funny. <laughs> right. So, that's what happened. If you want to act like a dingbat, you know you get the special treatment. Yeah, it's not the it's not as if it's a good thing what that this this young lady is that out of control. It's evil what must have happened to her growing up that she's that out of control and wild. And uh, it's a shame exactly. that the Black Lives Matter is not acting in the best interests, the Black Lives Matter protesters overturning police barricades and trying to get into the police building. Give me a break. In Rochester, I mean, New York. <laughs> I mean, you, you only nine years old. Yeah. And you already causing national, nationwide media incidents with the police. Right. Like, <laughs> Good point. That girl need, that girl need her tail whoop, man. Like, She's right, though. You know, she said, I want my daddy. <laughs> that pepper spray served her right. I should probably remember this for a long time. And what type of a name is a custodial parent? I guess that's the uh, one who has custody of the. I don't know if that's know. the mother or the father or somebody else being a custodian, a guardian. They, they come know. up with too many new terms for yeah. me, Hake. I mean, <laughs> should have just said the the mother or the father. <laughs> yeah, they need to they need to teach their daughter. Uh, how not to act a fool in public, because they she making their whole family look bad. Yeah, but custodial parent, that sounds like she doesn't have both parents, and that's no surprise based on her behavior. Yeah. What a mess. I mean, when I was nine, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm playing with Power Rangers, bro. I didn't right. <laughs> ever see a police. Yeah. So that that's, that's just which goes to show you what type of environment she got going on, man. So yeah. I hope she gets some help, you know, like I'm and saying. It's, but, and it's not mental health. It's spiritual evil. Exactly. It's that it's that it's exactly what Jesse Lee be talking about. Yeah. The renewing of the heart. Yep. Anyway, I liked that that guy's call, because uh, it that's how yeah, people yeah. act. I mean he was just he was just getting uh, really think, emotional, man. He need to calm down a little bit. You know, bit. honestly yeah, I think he might have been point. performing. Come to think of it. He might have been performing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I appreciate it, Chris. Hey, I appreciate you. Hey, talk to you later, buddy. All right. Take care. All right. Oh, let me, speaking of people full of hate, let me get to Jacob in North Carolina. He wants to talk about that, that, uh, guy that I mentioned who said he would kill his children if they interracially dated. What's up, Jacob? Hey, what's up, Hank? How you doing, man? Fine. Good, man. Good. So, um, I actually watched that uh, interview recently uh, with Glenn Miller. Glenn Miller, yeah. yeah. He actually shot up. He shot up some Christians at a uh, outside of a synagogue later, years later. What an evil guy. I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. Well, I mean, he seemed pretty shameless when he was arrested. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. True. We don't know what actually happened, but reportedly he did. And I wouldn't put it past him if he's that evil that he would say something like that. Sounds like he's off his rocker. Do you think that he's evil? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you think his ideas are evil, all of them? 
I don't know about all of his ideas or ideas generally. There is a there is this fake. Oh, he's died. According to uh, the PR guy out there, Jason Lee Peterson, PR guy, he's dead now. Um, Where did he die in prison? Maybe so, or in jail or something. He was pretty old, but um, I don't think ideas are necessarily yeah ideas in terms of lies. If he believed mm-hmm. lies and pushed lies, that's that, mm-hmm. those are evil. Lies are evil. But sometimes facts, factual information mm-hmm. mixed with anger, that's not truth. So when you, when you yeah. get angry at, at the so-called truth about the so-called truth and how these people are liars and you're mm-hmm. so-called self-righteously angry at these liars, this is a trap that a yeah. lot of conservatives and whites and everybody fall into. Uh, yeah. A lot of the Jew uh, critics fall into this, this, um, they learn factual information, and then they get mad mm. about it. And that's, yeah. that's, that's what's, yeah. that's what's evil. Same thing with Farrakhan. Yeah. Evil. That's Angry right. person. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but, uh, Glenn Miller, actually, I listened to yesterday as well, a uh, old, old, like, from 84, 1984 interview, um, with some of his, uh, he used to be a Christian, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he. Um, yeah. He, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm having flashbacks of the reference to what he called Jesus K word on a stick. Oh, on a stick. <laughs> Don't yeah, say it, man. Up. Don't say it. That was messed up. Oh, yeah. sorry, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but um. So I actually I wasn't binge watching, but I was getting into you know looking at stuff because I do understand that you know the, the the winners they write the history, the winners write history in that. You know, you kind of have to see it for yourself to know for a fact what's going on. And so, right. I've been told, and I'm, I'm biracial. I don't know if that matters or not, but just to give you some context. That means so black not, and white? Yeah, I'm black and white. That's right. I'm like 60% white, 40% black. Nice. And um, so I'm lucky. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but but it's inter- what's interesting is I've been looking at a lot of uh, old, like, uh, Ku Klux Klan archive videos and just trying to see... W- what they're about, why, right. because I know that I have to know for myself what's wrong, you know, if it was evil or not. You know, man, a lot of the ideas that they had, uh, they came about because they were being imposed upon. Right. Um, they were I being imposed that. upon, and their way of life was being imposed upon. And so, therefore, they came up with these ideas of, you know, white advocacy, which is totally okay. But what I do think, and what Jesse always talks about, as soon as you get angry, you lose. Right. Once you had the anger and you do something, act out on it, that's how evil can get you. Like Satan can influence you uh, to hurt yourself, but he can't hurt you. Yeah. So I think the Ku Klux Klan ended up being hurt uh, by having that hatred in the heart, and just a gee, you can only just be a few people too that can ruin your whole cause. Yeah. Just a few messed up people yeah. can ruin your cause. Right. And so I think that's what happened to the uh, Ku Klux Klan. That makes you know a lot I mean? of sense. I think that there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. That's why the South is smeared generally. They and you know the. The, I mean, the North was known to be kind of more corrupt cities and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, to this day, the South is smeared as racist when they're just day. when they're just Christians. They're just normal Christians. Yeah. Both the yeah. blacks, well, in some cases, the blacks and the whites. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, interesting. And also, man. they're not like they're not like liberal, uh, you know, uh, diversity, you know. Right. Um, because they know all the diversity advocates and stuff. They're just regular people that work hard, do regular stuff, and they have, you know, they have preferences, which I don't, I don't, I don't see that. That's a problem at all. To have right. a preference, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Now, I do want to ask you one more question about uh, the Glenn Miller thing. All right. And I got a buddies of mine that, you know, they talk about the Jews and stuff and, you know, just the whole JQ question. And, you know, my, my opinion is that I do believe that the Jews um, have had a lot of hands and a lot of destruction in this country and Christianity. Um, but, yeah. like Jesse says, man, um, there's ways to deal with things and there's ways not to do it. And if you're angry, then you should just be quiet about the Jews because I think you'll just do more harm than good. Yeah. If you're angry about it. You'll hurt yourself. Also, man, yeah. Also, like I see with the blacks and the whites, I mean, black people are complaining all day long about the whites. And they're not ever getting anything better in their own house. They're never cleaning their own house up because they're too focused on the whites. Right. And I don't want white people to get into that either. Yeah. So where's the balance, though? Do you think we should not talk about the Jews at all? Or do you think that they should be off the radar or what? You can definitely talk about them. Talk freely. I think that people should have the spirit of the freedom of speech. But, yeah, you also have to be smart because we live in a world in which we don't have freedom of speech. And anything that you yeah. say that may be true or factual is going to be seen as racist or anti-Semitic and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So you have to be wise and in the right context and always with the right spirit yeah. and stuff like that. But That's you true. shouldn't you shouldn't just ha develop a rule for yourself, I'm not going to talk about this. Or, mm -hmm. nor should you have a rule that, forget it, I'm just going to say whatever I want to say, no filter, just be a total spurg. You got to be mm -hmm. wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the spirit of the moment, huh? Yeah, because that's, I mean, you'll notice that Jesse Lee Peterson, he's not into this topic much, but he'll bring it up and he just brings people together by just being truthful, honest. It's, it's pure <laughs> love. And um, people, are, people who even disagree with him appreciate him for that because they can sense that he's coming from love. Yeah, even, without, even without recognizing it. Some people just can't help but like the guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it reminds me kind of of Jared Taylor. He's like a white advocacy guy, and he doesn't hate. He doesn't have anything like that. He's still been banned off everything. I know. Jared Taylor, that <laughs> yep. done a, but it is not. But still, he comes about it in a way that you know is extremely logical and not angry. So you can kind of get his ideas without all the BS. You know, all the nonsense. Right. You know. Yep. So. Yeah, and they just yeah, go after man. him. They go after him by smearing him as a hater, uh, because they can't combat his ideas. Or the, the, the factual information he brings up. It's very yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. A part of me wants to say, you know, with that information is, you, you know, you're doomed if you do, you're doomed if you don't. But I don't really, I don't live like that. You know, I think that... Right. We don't, know what, we don't know what the future holds. We have to have... Yeah, exactly. Like, faith, stand on truth, and you don't have to be results-based. Um, times, somebody, I read on the internet somewhere that times are always changing. There's good times, there's bad times. Our job is to get up every day, do what's right, and be right, regardless. Mm -hmm. And that can be powerful for, um, awakening others and, and, uh, everything. Just doing your duty, right? Yeah. Regardless yeah, of whether we so-called win or lose in the worldly stage. Yeah, man, because as Christians, we never lose anyways, right? We're not right. oppressed. We can't be. <laughs> um, right. I don't live like, I don't feel like I am anyway. Right? Nice. So, um, uh, do you have time for one more question? Real quick. All right, real quick. I've heard, all right, This my experience, um, um, I'm going to talk to you about uh, pornography. My experience with it has been that through the silent prayer and not judging it and being aware um I, I do see myself not getting deeper into it and kind of God has allowed me to 
wiggle out of it. Nice. Um, you know what I mean? And just slowly, slowly. But I heard you say one time that people may use that as an excuse that, you know, that God will remove it from you and stuff. And kind of as an excuse to not, like, to continue to do the wrong thing. Right. Or something along those lines. I don't want to misquote you. Yeah. Um, so where is that balance? What do you see? Especially in this day and age, you know, pornography is so pervasive. It's what what is your experience been with it and how would you from your perspective what you know how could you say that one would be able to overcome it i think that i think you're handling it right just be just be um always watch yourself don't follow like Jesse Lee peterson brings up how you watch the thoughts and doubt every thought when you do that you're um that's the best way to do it because otherwise you're going to start caving and giving in and um, just giving yourself over to it. But just be honest with yourself. Watch yourself. Like what you said, you're doing the silent prayer, pray without ceasing. And you're, um, I think that's the best way to do it. Because then you won't fall to deception of, oh, I'm slow, I'm getting better, when in reality you're you're sinking, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or you're being, you're just saying, oh, I just can't help myself. That's Mm -hmm. a, that's, that's like what the liberals do, you know. Oh, I can't change myself, so I'm just going to be a de- total degenerate. Oh yeah, no, that's, that's not the way to be, fat lady. right? Yeah. <laughs> be a LGBTQ. I can't help it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Don't? Okay. Thank you, Hake. I really appreciate you, man. Right on, man. Appreciate you, Jacob. Take care. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Be well. Bye. All right. I'll be right back, guys. I have a bunch of callers to get to. I will, will, get to this. Um, black cop from Minneapolis who uh, he kind of smeared his fellow former officer, his former fellow officer, um, Derek Chauvin, in my opinion, more than he needed to. So I will get to that and your calls. Hang tight, guys. A couple of minutes here. We're well into the second hour. We will be right back for the rest of hour two. Be right back.
That was... Is that... Who was it? I mean, I know that was Bright Lights, John Parfit. What was the name of that song? You remember? Uh, the 400. The 400. But for capital O, capital O, I think. Yep. With spaces, I think. Something like that. Very nice song. Let me just double check the Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com slash The Hague Report. And also on, I'm on Trovo. Let me... What a mess. So I dropped and restarted twice. Did you hear that? Man. What a mess. No, no, no. I'm just talking about way back when that happened. with Before I got in with Ramel. Into that conversation with Ramel. Let me get to Maze in Dayton, Ohio. She's been trying to get through for a couple of days now. Maze, what's up? Hey. Hello, James. Hi. I heard you was, uh, uh, you need to apologize to Earl. You heard that I need to apologize to Earl? No, I, I was asking you, I was saying that you need to apologize to Earl. Why? Because you called him a woman. So what, and he called you the same thing. No, he but didn't. in a different word. No. In a, what, what do you call a man? That's, that's, that, I mean, what do you call a man when you call him a woman? What is, what is it then? What's the definition of both of those words? A man who's being called a woman? Mm-hmm. Is a female-minded liberal. Well, if you say so. Yeah. I didn't okay. call him an F-word for homosexual. You called him a woman, so... <laughs> Why do I have to apologize? I, I don't... Call, I stand by that statement. It should go... If you shouldn't call people names, if you don't want to be called names. No, right? it's not that I don't want to be called names. He can call me names, but he can't be vulgar on my show. Well, if it's vulgar, you say so you got kids listening. Right. the vulgar things that come out of y'all mouth, please. I know, but I didn't. I don't say the f word for homosexual. There's certain words I don't say on well, air. Words, a lot of people don't <laughs> on say, <air. laughs> but it still means the same thing. Huh? But, and, and 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 we gonna get to. All I know if it means the same thing, but you're being silly. Like <laughs> no, I, not, like just, the, like the I, problem is name calling. I'm name calling for Christ. To quote, uh, you're not name calling for Christ. Dean. You're right. He's that's what you're name calling for. <laughs> but anyway, and get to art yesterday. I listened to him. He was talking about uh, a test tube babies. He said, now, we're, going to, we're not having babies like we should be having. Test tube babies started in 1952. I heard that the first one was born in 78. No, 73. He was nowhere to be thought about. This is nothing new. See, if you don't go back That's and look at... That's new. Are you kidding? Tube, 40, 50, what year, 40 or 50 years ago, that's new. What year did I say? 1952. That's new. How is it new? Because it's only in people's lifetimes. And people lifetime. He was saying that we that's the new new thing for us. It is new. It's gonna have to be test tubes, baby, because we can't have any baby. So if fifty it was years, night- fifty years is not a long test for a test tube baby. I'm not asking how long it was. I was saying it's nothing 68 new. Sixty-eight years. It's nothing new. If it started in fifty-two, yeah, like it just started. But the first was one was allegedly born in se- in the seventies. Yeah, the first one was born in the seventies. They've been doing it for how long? It's, it's nothing new for the millennials or whatever it's you want new. to call yourself. It's still new. You're, you're, acting, you're acting like the world started in when you were born or something. No, no, when were you born? He would know. And then I got one more. When were you when born? We about, when was I born? I don't know. I really don't know. You're that country, huh? No, I'm just that American. I don't know. <laughs> Americans <laughs> anyway, usually know. We're going to get back to this civil rights thing that I heard Joel speak of this morning. <laughs> She's going to go after <laughs> you, Joel. And I heard that guy that don't like the statues he made because they're taking them down. He said it was for free stuff. What kind of free stuff was he talking about that black people get? See, I ask questions. I don't just jump places. I want to know answers. I don't know what free is subsidies free stuff. You want Joel to answer that? No, or you want me to? You, or you want me to answer that? No, the, 
person that said it's uh, civil rights for, for black people to get free stuff. Right. Uh-huh. The one that always, this man about the statue being taken out, what is his name? I can't think of his name. Chris, White Chris, skateboard White yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said it, so I was wondering, where did he get that from? Common experience. That's Everybody knows that that's really? what it's about. So, uh, to answer this question, and I'm going to leave, because I'll right. give y'all a break for the rest of these weeks. All right. Um, if if, if a Joy, a Chris had something that Joel don't have, what is it? Um, good diction. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I don't know when it comes to civil rights. <laughs> what do they have? Oh, are what you Chris have and Joel white skin. Don't have? Huh? White skin. <laughs> James, well, you're not even listening to what I'm saying. I know you're I, you're you're pretending rights. that. Oh, oh, is it voting rights, Maze? That's right. He oh gosh, Joel got an eye roll. Got the right to. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. Y'all needed to get together. What's wrong with Good that? Civics. Is there something wrong with that, Maze? Yes, there's something wrong with it. What's wrong with it? It's part of his civil rights. What's wrong with it? No, you didn't say what's wrong with with uh, because voting people being... look like you because people look like you are in the way of people having the same rights. They they that, made the laws. That's what they America didn't. was. America was a white country, Maze. Well, it's just like you was, it was a white, it's not Maze. anymore. No, it wasn't. It was never a white country. Yes, it was, was a never. white country. Really? When? When it started. Native Americans were here before. Uh, that wasn't America. Before, uh, really? That was not America. Well, the first, pre- the first person that was the president of this country was, was not even a Caucasian man. So I don't know his name was John Hanson. So what doesn't mean that it wasn't a white Look country. It up, read it and know your history. Exceptions to the rule don't make it not a white oh, country, Mace. It's some rules now. So stop being, if y'all stop being selfish, and then if y'all it's stop not being selfishness, it's protecting the country. Oh, it's really? Yes, so it is. You, you because look at how you people vote, Maze. No, you no, people no. vote how for the people, destruction no, of America. Not, because we don't, we don't have to, it's like y'all want to tell us how we should do. No, we, we don't want to tell, you're yes, trying to do. tell us how we should well, do, Maze. You're a hypocrite. James, until the day that we get the same right and not a, no. the same right you got, no. not, a, no. not an act. No. All right. No. Is y'all holding it back? Who's holding the back? You don't believe in actual justice, Maze. You're a phony. Who's holding the back? Tell me. Um, the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to find somebody to blame? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're you're blaming. You're no, pretending no, 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 like, no, no, no. oh, white I'm people in charge, and this well, is so terrible. Was, Give me a break. Was, you never had it so good. Any Christian. You never had it so good, Maze. Had it so good by who? Admit it. Admit it. Had it so good by who? Black people never had, had, had it so good as in America. So good because of my ancestors. So don't you tell me that you was the reason why I had it so good. So y'all always want people to thank Nuh-uh. you. Giving people nope. stuff? You ain't giving people nope. nothing. You begging them like everybody else. False. When are you going to thank white Proven. people for making this Proven. country so great? No, I do not thank them for doing nothing. Because <laughs> just as, as I said, because you hate white people. If you say so, that's all. That's a. That's a I do say so, and that's a that's fact. A, that's a scapegoat, Jack. So see the truth, y'all don't like. And Sharon, it ain't gonna hurt you to share. And then you talked about the little girl that was was tased. Yeah, what about she was Ann not tased. She was pepper sprayed. What about Kelly Ann and her daughter? In the mess. Their house? A total so mess. Do that represent? Do they, that represent her family, or do it rep, represent your community? It represents kind of my community a little bit because there's a whole lot of whites getting out of control. Oh, it is. Oh, oh yeah. I'm glad you admitted that. I've always said it. I've been saying it, but you just have, are kind of dense. You don't. And then when you talk you about have a hope. preconceived notion about what about and my then, lack of fair mindedness. And then when you come to the congresswoman, the one that you are you happy that whites about? are out of control too, Maze? Well, we have raised them, so we know they've been out of control. After we <laughs> <left them. laughs> you raised us to be out of control. <laughs> after we, after the we black left nannies. Left I have someone to blame for how no, whites no, 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 no. got out of control. Outside, it's the black nannies. The, <laughs> Let me put it this way, James. After the semi ancestor left the house, that can, that was ha- ha- teaching y'all to have good sense. Y'all been out of control. Oh, okay. I'm gonna put it that way. But 
talk about the congresswoman that uh is she embarrassing the community the one that threatened to kill Nancy Pelosi and the one that threatened to kill the I don't believe that that's what she did but yeah she's embarrassing a lot of the people who should be embarrassed for their own behavior not hers who is she representing and then the one that she's representing the state of Georgia and the one Marjorie Taylor Greene is representing the state of Georgia who now voted for her and the people who are smearing her smearing are smearing her voters too okay well, well they might be just like her but Mike Pence the right. one that wanted to kill the one that wanted to hang Mike Pence are they representing Lynn Wood like you Lynn Wood yeah he he represents there's some nuttier side of people I mean that was a that was a song you wouldn't want one person doing it do they represent because hanging was done when yeah it's representative of how, how there's some people who are kind of nutty oh, okay you call yeah. them they nutty yeah Okay. Wouldn't you call that nutty? He didn't. They he didn't make threats. I gotta go, Maze. You're you're wasting no, time. I just ask, I need to ask questions. See, I'm not just jumping. I want to ask questions. And I need answers. Okay, Ramel. Okay, Ramel. Tell Art to go back to his books before he come out with stuff. No, I'm not lost. telling Art anything. So when you, you do, don't when tell you me what to man, do, Maze. You shouldn't call a real man. You're not the boss of the world. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you how I think. I'm only thinking for me. I don't think for my sisters, my brothers, uh, my children, or my husband. I'm thinking for me. You, you should, tell you you should cut that out. Lost, you should uh, stop thinking. You what? shouldn't worry your pretty little head about the outside world. Well, the outside world, I have to deal with the outside world every day. No, you don't. So as long as I got to deal with them and then I get the same rights you got, then I can say we're equal. You know and way too then, much then for your own you good. Got, tell, them to tell them that's the problem, so have a good day. Thanks. You too. Take care. Whew. Uh, let me get to Craig in Illinois. He wants to comment on that nine-year-old girl who was pe- <laughs> who was pepper sprayed. What's up, Craig? How are you doing? Hey, what's up, Mr. Haig? How you doing, sir? Man, I I'm was fine, falling man. asleep here in Maze Talk. Man. Yeah, just droning on <laughs> motor mouth Maze. <laughs> right. I only understood two words that came out of her mouth was civil rights. The rest I didn't understand. The words she was saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. Uh, Romel called. He was crying. He was upset at you because you're laughing. And, uh, you know, okay. First of all, the little girl was resisting arrest. Okay. And she didn't look like she was nine years old. She looked like she was more like 14 or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's what Chris from Inglewood said. 16. (laughs) Man. Oh, my God, man. And then. That's so common among. Among. Young people today. I don't know if it's the hormones that they feed them or the fact that they're ra- being raised without their fathers. A lot of times, girls go through puberty earlier because they don't have their fathers, and uh, I don't know. It's a mess. It is a mess, man. But I just don't understand how these guys call the show and they they get they feeling so involved in it without knowing all the facts to the story. Yeah. Okay. She was kicking. They told her to put your hands behind your back. She was out of control. But they don't want to look at that. Yeah. And whatever this young lady is taught at home to do towards the police, look what happened. Right. Because now probably they're going to get sued for what they did. Yeah, the the city's probably going to give a settlement to them, huh? Rewarding yeah, the, just, rewarding the, the bad behavior of the parents and the girl. And you know the, yeah. uh, the Black Lives Matter agitators who, who uh, tore down, like, police barricades last night or whenever it was two nights ago maybe, they're setting a bad example too. They're just, this girl doesn't have a chance to get some sense in her life. Yeah, I don't understand, man, the, the hypocrisy with this because, you know, 
Black people come together when stuff like this happens, but when you got the black-on-black crime, you don't see nobody out there doing any protesting or rioting or tearing up anything. I don't understand this. This is so bad here. It's just it just makes us, you know, what this the solution isn't the solution isn't protesting or anything like that with regard to the black crime. It's it's returning to morals and responsibility and family. It is. It is moral character. Yeah. But you see the hypocrisy with this, though, how, how they, oh, well, let's come together for this little nine-year-old. <laughs> and then watch the race hustlers. They start coming over there, yep. you know, attacking the white cops because they're doing their job. Emotional resisting arrest. Emotional manipulation. No better than Cortez. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it was just, it was just, it was, I was amazed how this guy said, well, the next time you love on a nine-year-old, <laughs> get pepper sprayed, or, um, I'm going to give you a call. Right. Anyway. Yeah, he fell, he fell <laughs> for the propaganda. Dad, you can laugh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I appreciate right, it, Craig. Hey, Good to hear from you. Take care. All right, man. Y'all take care. Okay, bye. All right. Let me quickly get to Dana in South Dakota. One more comment on Ramel and the nine-year-old girl. What's up, Dana? Hey, Hake. Hey. I actually wanted to make a quick comment for Mays, too. I wanted to remind her that every U.S. president ever has been of British or Dutch descent. Okay. That's why. I heard some rumor anyway. that the first president was actually, like, black or something. But I don't know if that's true. Maybe Either that was way, black every history single propaganda. One of them had, they, he could have been like Obama. Was right. He British? Obama had British blood. Does he? He black. Okay. Yeah, he does. Wow. But anyways, um, yeah, every single president in U.S. history has been of British or Dutch descent. Okay. Wow, I didn't know that. And Trump, he was of Dutch descent. Yeah. And Scottish, too, a little. Nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyways. Um, I had no idea about the Yeah, Dutch. that little girl. Um, I have a 10-year-old girl, and I'm looking at this like, I laughed, too. It is utterly ridiculous. And what's yeah. wrong with laughing? I'm the type of person that laughs at a funeral. What's right. wrong with that? Yeah, a lot of people I mean, have you a dark control sense of how people respond. Yeah, a lot of people have a dark sense of humor. They they just get kind of shocked about a situation. There were people laughing inside the Passion of the Christ movie with uh, when they were I mean, when they were whipping Jesus in the Mel Gibson movie because people will get uh, shocked. Yeah, I can imagine all who kinds was of, laughing. Yeah, <laughs> but the, but this nine year old girl situation, I think people get emotionalized about children and little girls and uh, well, imaginary see, police the brutality. It's the parents' fault. Yeah. It's the parents. The parents' yep. fault. She's in that situation 100%. Right. The little girl doesn't know better, and these parents taught her to resist it. I mean, that guy was right when he said they taught her to resist authority. Right. They taught her the whole BLM nonsense, that cops are trying to kill you and this and that. So, yeah, of course she was going to freaking be like that and wig out. Who wouldn't if they thought that someone was trying to kill them? Right. You, <laughs> Good you point. brainwash these kids that way. Yep. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect? And it's just ridiculous. But you can't, I mean, to seriously try to control how someone reacts to something is insane to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, laughter and comedy has been used for uh, forever to break the tension, break the ice in a room. I mean, it's, it's a way to break tension. It's right. a common response for people, and I'm someone. I mean, there are conditions. I don't know if you watched the Joker movie, but that's a real fuck. That's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, Go you psycho. can laugh. You can have uncontrollable laughter. Yeah. Want to talk about <laughs> mental illnesses? True. But whether that girl and mental illness is not an excuse. Yeah. It's not. And it's but not many the reason. People, have people think mental illnesses. people think that people just chalk it up to that 
and they don't ask why they became so-called mentally ill. They don't. They exactly. don't go further than that. They just say, "Oh, mental it illness." Therefore, it's a victim. It's obviously it's nurture that the issue is, and the lack of fatherhood, and and the, yeah, that lack of fathers can lead a girl to develop early, especially girls. Right. They can develop a whole lot earlier because they're yearning for the father. Jesse's absolutely right in that. Yep. It's absolutely true. Yeah. So it's sad, but it's like, yeah, of course, those people are going to laugh. The, the, the parents allowed this daughter to become a national spectacle. Right. People are going to laugh. People are going to cry. People are going to be angry. You cannot control the way people respond. All you can do is control yourself. And if you want to be a beta and cry about it and tell someone who you, you did, it was inappropriate. It's like, cool. So it's inappropriate to laugh at funerals. Are you going to come criticize me? Because yeah. I'd rather think of the good things that that person did in their lifetime and the funny times we had rather than cry about it like a beta. I mean, yep. Jesus. I appreciate it, Dana. <laughs> Celebrate it. <laughs> All right. You All have right. a good one, Hank. You too. Take care. All right, guys. So before I get back to calls, <laughs> Tony's on the line. I wonder if he's going to apologize. Because I banned him. I banned him. So I wonder if he's going to apologize. We'll see. Strike one was yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, he's banned until he apologizes. Um, HBO's Real Sports was spotlighting this. I got this. This is the New York Times story of a black cop from Minneapolis who I, got, I received a tip from a caller, a black caller, black rhino caller, Republican in name only, so called black conservative who wants me to highlight good stories. <laughs> and so he told me this story that was highlighted in none other than HBO. Does any HBO s- promote anything good? I don't know. Not in this case, I don't think. They're real sports. This is a headline from the Star Tribune from, I think, Minneapolis Star Tribune. Uh, this is in times at New York Times, NYT Black Cop Minneapolis folder, Joel. HBO's real sports spotlights a North high school, and its football coach. 27th season premiere. Um, This was from January of 2021, late January 2021, just last week, I believe. A North High School football head football coach and former Minneapolis police officer. Oh, so he's a former cop. Charles Adams III is this black cop, okay? Charles Adams III. And he was featured... Several months back, maybe six months ago, October 2020, in the New York Slimes, the failing New York Slimes, by a black writer, Kurt Streeter, I think. Kurt Streeter's a black writer. And I'm showing pictures. Joel's showing pictures on the video screen, if you're watching the video. As a coach and a cop in Minneapolis, where would he draw the line? And I don't know what they're exactly talking about. While his city struggles with the pandemic and wounds laid bare by George Floyd's killing, alleged killing, Charles Adams embodies the everyday people trying to make change. Yeah, okay. This guy is a black guy who claims to have wanted to change the police force from within. This is a picture of him back when he was a cop. I guess he's a former cop now. Back in... uh, September. I don't know when he resigned or why. I didn't re- really read the whole article, but I caught um, glimpses of it. Little, uh, I skimmed through it, and this guy claimed that he wanted to change the police force from within. And the and the presumption is that, oh, the police are racist, and I'm going in here to change things from within. 
honestly, I wonder if that's even true. Or if he was just a, a guy getting a job as a cop, you know? And then, because he's black, he feels the pressure to pretend like, oh, I came in to change things from within and fight racism. <laughs> because blacks all have to go to get, band together and pretend that they believe in and oppose this imaginary racism thing, when I suspect they probably know that it's not true. According to this New York Times, he was a 20-year veteran of the police force, an African-American officer who tried to effect change from the inside. So claims this Kurt Streeter guy, who's another black New York Times reporter, right? Failing New York slimes. He's, and you know, he's talking about the riots, and he feared for his safety because he's wearing a, uh, He's wearing a face shield and gas mask. It hid, it hid his identity from the angry crowds. So since he's a black cop, they may attack him. I mean, just because he's a cop, they may attack him. They don't know he's black. And even if he's black, they hate him anyway. All kinds of stuff like that, right? Phoniness. Just a whole lot of drama. And meanwhile, pretending that this thing is a real issue. That this, that this Black Lives Matter protest is a real valid uh, complaint or this racism we need to change from within change the police force from within pretending that the police force has racism in it So I go to see what he said about George Floyd because my the caller Joe from Phoenix Who called in about this officer who you know, he was a cop and then he became a football uh, coach and he Set a good example for the kids. I wanted to see what he said about George Floyd. Be- I mean, uh, not George Floyd. Officer Derek Chauvin, former officer Derek Chauvin, who had the knee on the neck of George Floyd, right? Because everybody said, oh, he's a racist. Oh, he's police brutality. And his, like, Asian wife, Derek Chauvin, right? The f- this former cop, the white one. His wife even divorced him. What a mess. He had an Asian wife. And uh, the the caller to my show said that he said he wasn't surprised that Derek Chauvin did what he did. I'm like, what does that even mean? Doesn't sound like this black former cop is a decent person because he's smearing a fellow former officer. So this video came out of the officer Chauvin's knee on George Floyd's neck and this at Charles Adams the second or third said, right is right and wrong is wrong, and this was as wrong as can be. The moment I saw that video, I could tell it was going to set us back 10, 20 years in terms of trust or more. Talking about blacks not trusting police. He's pretending that blacks have a reason not to trust the police. When in reality, the blacks are more the problem than the police. So he said he knew Chauvin. They weren't friends, but they started on the police force around the same time. In the early years, he and Chauvin were once part of the group of officers who took a group of black children fishing for a day. And he said that Chauvin came off as weird, socially awkward. Hence, he's married to Asian. (laughs) Asian girl. (laughs) Not sociable. You could see something about him in his eyes during the video with him and Floyd's, him on Floyd's neck. Control and power and stubbornness. So this guy acts like he's a mind reader. (laughs) That even made Joelle Friday laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Stubbornness and control and power. Meanwhile, Derek Chauvin probably was completely being nonchalant, just another day at work. Not even thinking what they think they're thinking. These people are the same mind readers who uh, watched the video of that smirking racist <laughs> Covington Catholic school boy 
uh, I'm blanking on that boy's name. Nicholas Sandman, the pro-life kid, who, with his racist smirk, racist smirk, standing in the way of the American Indian man beating in the drums in his face. Oh, I could see it in his eyes. He's just racist with that racist smirk. That's what I think is happening with these evil human nature judging Derek Chauvin based on nothing but their own evil imagination. That's their own dirty mind. Anyway, I mean, I could totally see Chauvin being a socially awkward guy, though. <laughs> I mean, he looked like it. I saw him at a, like a beauty pageant with his Asian wife who divorced him. And yeah, but it doesn't mean that he's racist. Give me a break. Adams loved being a police officer, but he knew there were still members of the force like Chauvin. What the heck does that mean? What does that even mean? It's just blindly judging Derek Chauvin. What a mess. Who was fired and now faces second degree murder charges and manslaughter charges. Released on one million bail back in October. And, you know, by the way, the writer of this article is no actual honest journalist, if there is such a thing. He's more like a typical journalist. This Kurt Streeter guy is a black sports writer. He uh, talks about race, gender, and social justice, too. The connection between sports and broader society. Barf. Give me a break. So that's, uh, so that feel-good story that Joe from Phoenix brought me about this black cop who brought in some former, some white cops to help coach his black kids and teach them to be, set a good example. He's going around smearing, joining in the crowd, following the crowd, pretending that he's fighting racism from within his police force back when he was on it, and pretending that Derek Chauvin was uh, about power and control and stubbornness. <laughs> what? Anyway. I just had to share that with you. Glad I got that out. Let me get to... Oh. Interesting. I don't want him to be eating up our lines. Uh, this phony guy. Let me see if he will apologize. I banned him. But I'm a... Overly lenient white guy. Tony in California. Hey, Hank. How you doing today? I would like to give you a humble... Apology for violating your show and the and the codes and the uh, ethics of your of your work uh, station there. Okay. So I hope I hope you accept my wonderful and humble apology, sir. All right, I accept your apology, Tony. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Very nice. Isn't that beautiful? Tony apologized, but he's on probation. So I hung up on him. <laughs> but thank you, Tony. I accept the apology. That was a beautiful apology. And I could tell it was so heartfelt, too. <laughs> he's, such a, he's such a performer. How are you doing today? Acting all friendly. How can you not like the guy? But I did, uh... I did, uh, hang up on him. <laughs> but thank you, Tony. <laughs> All right, um, let me talk to Joe in Phoenix, Arizona. He's actually calling in about the Minneapolis cops, and he's the one who gave me that tip, so thank you, Joe, for that. What's up, Joe in Phoenix? Hey, James. Hey. All right, so I'm not so sure you're giving him a fair shake there. I think the reason why you said that about um, Chauvin is because 
In a 19-year career, he had 22 complaints and uh, censures from his department filed against him. He, so he was censured. He was censured by his department. Hold on a second. Let me check on that. Hold on. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Well, I know that people. A lot of cops get complaints. It's not proof oh, yeah. of anything, but. 20 complaints and two letters of reprimand filed against him in a 19-year career. Two letters of reprimand? 20 complaints and two letters of reprimand. Okay. Complaints are not evidence. The reprimand is not even honestly evidence because we have a highly politicized police force, uh, police forces around the country. Over 20 years, yeah, exactly. That's not that much. And that doesn't really, it doesn't really tell me anything. It doesn't tell me anything. Uh, my only complaint was how this guy is judging the man based on the look on his face and jumping to conclusions like every emotional person did about the knee on the neck, including like nice guys that I like, like uh, Brandon Tatum, who's been on the Jason Lee Peterson show. Brandon Tatum was overreacting oh, to the knee on the neck. One of the letters of reprimand was for the same exact thing seven years prior, though, putting a knee on the neck of, of a suspect. So that but I that's part of. But are you aware that that's part of the department training? Is they do that? They put the knee on the neck. Yeah. Oh, man, you got it. There's rules around doing that. What's that? There's rules around doing that. Okay. There's rules for doing it excessively. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't for him putting the knee on the neck, but this overreaction and calling him a murderer and mind-reading him based on the look on his face. Give me a break. And then this black cop pretending on, like he... On, on, on the mind-reading, but the, yeah. the murder charge, I mean, that's the letter of, of the law. He's going to have to face that. Well, we'll see. I don't see him getting a fair trial because of how his character has been assassinated by the evil media and the evil masses who just blindly follow their emotional overreaction to um, unpleasant sights. Well, the law is supposed to be immune to all that. So it's we not. See. We all know that it's not. <laughs> but we will see what happens, yeah. You know, juries are definitely not immune to that. <laughs> Nor judges. That, What's that? That people can't... Said earlier you made a comment that pe- people can't refute Jesse's message, so they attack him. If you notice, I never attacked Jesse, Jesse personally. I attacked the things that he says. I was I was actually referring to uh, Jared Taylor because somebody brought up Jared Taylor. Okay, but you jump to conclusions about Jesse all the time. Um, disagree on that. Yeah, you think he's evil. You think he's a fake preacher. All kinds of stuff. I think the things he says are evil. Not him personally. I never attack him personally ever. You cannot cannot say that. But you call him a fake. You call him a false teacher or something. That's a personal attack. Well, we disagree about what it means to be a preacher. Okay. Right. You, you agree with evil people. You think anyone can just say they're a preacher and they're, they're a preacher. I disagree with that. You don't know what I think? You, you also that. tried to say that I think something about climate change, that you have no idea what I think about climate change. change you you jump to conclusions about me all the time. You know nothing about it. Huh? Those were your words. What? You said, I don't know anything about this. But yet you were arguing with with me over it. Right, because of the tactic. Because I, uh, oh yeah, I asked this guy, the caller that I'm talking to right now, about um, 
does he believe that Biden and these Paris Climate Accord people are evil? And he just said, kept on repeating, climate change is real, and you don't think it's real. <laughs> Give me a break. First of all, Biden did not write the Paris Accord, and neither did Obama, by the way. They shouldn't have signed on to it then. And even if they wrote it, they shouldn't have signed it, because they, anything that they would write is evil, and anything they agree to is evil. Well, we disagree with all that, too. So it's not <laughs> even, it's and this guy thinks Obama was great and Trump is evil. <laughs> what a mess. And this and is a rhino. This is a black conservative we're talking evil. to. Don't put words, words in my mouth. I never said Trump was evil, and I said the facts show that Obama was, was an excellent president, and he was. Yeah, and you think that Trump was bad. I never said Trump was bad either. I said I criticized him on the facts. I'm just it's saying it in uh, in uh, short. Uh, in short, that's what you're saying. Short shorthand. I said the deficit skyrocketed. The debt skyrocketed. Employment went up. The wall was not built and was not paid for by by, by Mexico. Oh, give it time. Obamacare was not was not repealed and replaced. So, based on his own standards, he didn't do a good job. So you're so phony. Say, you're so phony. Saying that the just facts, you cannot refute them. Facts are stubborn things. Okay, but you don't believe in truth. Uh, facts are truth. And no, they are not. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we'll talk. Take care, Joe. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Christina in Sacramento wants to comment on the modern woman. What's up, Christina? Hey, good morning, Steve. So hey. facts are truth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, facts are not before. true. Facts are uh, misused and <laughs> cherry-picked all the time, and that's all he did was cherry-pick oh so-called facts. And by the way, Trump I've did build I've never heard the wall. that before. Right. Yes. <laughs> what are you going to do? These people want him to be Jesus Christ. It's just so funny. Yeah. But so, James, here's the thing. I sometimes I don't know. If pity is the right word, but I sometimes feel kind of sorry for men of this generation when it comes to them if they actually do want to settle down and get married and have a, a, a decent life, it just seems like there's slim pickings um, for the guys. I just think about it. You know, I'm currently my age, I'll say it, I'm 57, so I'm the last year of the boomer. And so being raised in the 70s, uh, I don't want to be kind of like Jesse, but back in the day, um, I didn't grow up seeing all the things that the kids these days are seeing when it comes to families and specifically women. Right. Um, it, it actually is kind of shocking for me to see kind of like the way some of the, the girls dress in this generation. Yeah. Um, the, the leggings, it's just like they walk around. And when I was a kid growing up, those were like nylons that you wore under a dress. Right. Um, now they look like prostitutes. Just, I, and you can see it's every little thing. It, it's the style, yep. right? So you try to go buy clothes, and that's all there is to choose from. Degenerate. And right, and then they they have these. It's either that, or they have this. Like you go to the store, and it's a, it's a, it's they call it large size or plus size. But you didn't see clothing made for fat women. You know, <laughs> right. I'm sorry, it just didn't exist. Yeah, because obesity's gone out of control. Yep, very true. It's celebrated. You know, it's celebrated. I go into to go get some exercise clothes, and now they have fat mannequins. Um, wow. <laughs> I thought, okay, why buy exercise clothes? You know, and so I, I look at it, and I think it, it's just and and I really do appreciate James when you say 
to the women, don't worry your pretty little head about this. <laughs> right. It, it's so true because I think instead of becoming completely preoccupied with politics, you know, or advancing their career, um, I think, especially the married women, why not perfect how to clean the shower? <laughs> <laughs> right. Good point. You know, or how to how to perfect a meal or how to be learn how to be kind and grateful to your husband and gracious to your children, uh, you know, instead of sitting around all day trying to figure out what all these people are doing, it's going to yeah. change and it always does. And so, yeah, I don't that's know. Why I, I'm not, I'm not happy about this direction of even Marjorie Taylor Greene and all these people who are becoming conservative women and carrying their guns and going into Congress and in your face, liberals, <laughs> give me a break. It's like, no what power. Is the point? Yeah. It's so, it's getting to be ridiculous, I think. And, it is. It's past and ridiculous. And so what role, yep. I thought, at least for a little, there's no role models for these young ladies to grow. That's all they see. So they're, yeah. of course, they're going to think that's how you're supposed to be. Yep. And then this new lady that's in charge, I guess, of whatever she's in charge of, she's like a thousand pounds overweight. She ha they, they look like men. They dress like men. They have super short hair. They act like men. Yeah. You know, they're all, of, and I think, oh my gosh, this is just sad. Yeah, you it's know, a shame. It just, it is a shame. There's just so but there's much always, of this. But I think that there's always a little bit of light coming in. So you never know. Don't be dismayed at the chances of, of a guy finding a decent girl or a girl finding a decent guy because God's got these people who are actually his people. I see them, and it looks nice to see a woman, for me, to see a, another woman that's in shape and actually has long hair and curls it. And <laughs> right. Does something, to, and is kind. Be actually it, it is nice like. to see them. Yeah. It, 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 they're out there, and I think, God, you know, there's so few of them, but they are there, and it's so nice to see I mean, yep. it, movies growing up, James, we would see movies and it would it would depict a, a family or it would depict even if the both parents were out working, they'd come home and the woman would be, they'd show her cooking, for right. example. She, they weren't doing takeout for everything, you know? <laughs> yep. And the house completely a mess. It's like, and that's so standard, you know? Yeah. I, I asked some of these ladies, they have no idea how to cook, so everything is in and out Burger or, you know, Panda Express. It's like, oh, my gosh. So... <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just my thing. So, Word from a boomer. Me. I appreciate it, Christina. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a good one. All right. Bye. <laughs> I didn't know she was a boomer. I thought she was Gen X, but she was on the last end of boomer until Gen X. Um, quickly, let me get to Robert in Kansas. Wants to comment on AOC pretending that she was sexually assaulted. She was a survivor of sexual assault. Whatever. What's up, Robert? Hey, hey, good show, man. Thank you. I I wanted to comment on you. You mentioned AOC and what happened with her. You know, she was a victim and uh, assaulted in some manner. And then you have the nine-year-old girl. She's being uh, assaulted. Yep. And I, I I wanted to talk about this attack up on our women and what the solution is to stop this from happening to them. Um, and this is very complicated, you know. Uh, Satan is a uh, is a crafty guy, and so what we have to do, Hake, is legalize manhood in America. That's one part, and things like domestic violence, stuff like that, the natural authority of the father over the family, right? It, it is ultimately backed up by violence, just like everything else is. 
And so we have to legalize that to allow men to be men again. And then number two is to return women to the status of property. Um, that's what we have to do in terms of what a woman's natural role is in the order of God. They, they shouldn't have the same rights as men. Once you give women the same rights as men, men no longer have rights. You no longer have the father. And the woman is allowed by the system to kill, steal, and destroy, as the devil does. Uh, she kills the baby, she steals the resources, she destroys the family, yeah. right? So, so by making women property, what happens with that is a lot of people, you know, they freak <laughs> out at this notion. And what it is is basically it means a little girl belongs to her dad, so she has the protection of her dad up until the point of marriage. The ceremony of marriage basically is the dad handing the woman to the husband. It's an exchange of property. Um, women don't necessarily know this. They just know they want a marriage. They want a wedding. They want the whole, uh, you know, eyes on them type thing. They don't realize what the ceremony really is. Now, once the woman is under the husband, as she was under the dad, the kids are then protected. And, of course, we were all kids once, right, whether you're a male or female. So a little girl would be protected under her father in that way where she is now his property, and then which he gives to the husband and on and on and on, right? And so that's really, yeah, this, this is how it used to be back in the day when our society functioned. And, you know, men were men and women were women, and you actually had a household where young people could grow up in a way that produced good adults, and then we have a good society because of that, because people knew the order and knew that men and women were different, and we did play our roles. We had a successful civilization, and now they brought us out of that, making manhood illegal, where all the uh, all the uh, the centralized authority in the government of violence only, where if a man were to act violent, like he, let's say a father with that nine-year-old girl, the nine-year-old girl's out of control, and the father right. grabs her grabs her and says, you know what, you're going to sit on this couch, and right. if you move, I'm going to put you back on the couch. Now, this is a form of physical control. Yeah, this people is call that violent. Yeah. Well, exactly. This, this man is now committing a crime, which the police will come and take him away from the family, and thus the family destroyed. So this is happening in our society at this massive scale, and it's destroying the family because the father no longer has the rights of a man. It's illegal to be a man in America. I've lived all over the world, Hank, so for me, I've seen societies where it's not illegal to be a man. And if, if a woman gets out of control and a guy slaps her, it's because she's out of control. They don't have to call the police and destroy the family. The right. guy just is getting control of There is a big overreaction to, like, minor little incidences and she can go wild and hit the man, and if she breaks a nail on the man, she can call the police and have him arrested. It's out of control. I appreciate it, Robert. Interesting points, man. Take care. That's how we, that's how we fix it, Hank. We look to the past and when things did function and what rights men had compared to the conspiracy. I, I, I forget that it was C.S. Lewis or somebody said, society everywhere is a conspiracy against the manhood of every one of its individuals. Yeah. So what they want to do is get rid of that leadership of men because men are the leaders, and we can lead mankind, all of us, men, women, and children, into a better future where women will lead us into, well, you look around, man. I know. Leading us you can see it. Us. So yeah. We have to restore the order, Hake, and that's, that's, uh, that's in desperate need in this country. God bless, brother. I'll, I'll talk to you later. You too, Robert. Interesting. Um, Rick in Hampton, Virginia, wants to talk about this promoting of homosexuality and all this madness in America. What's up, Rick? Man, James, take my brother. Love you, man. Keep up the good work, brother. Thank you. 
Man, you know, I don't know. It seems like homosexuality is one of those that has a strong spirit, man, because I was on Facebook and I, and I, and I shared that um, you cannot be a pastor if you stand up for abortion, transgender, same-sex marriage, and abortion. You, you should not be behind the pulpit preacher. Right. And yeah, true. Like what? Raphael Warnock and, does? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Know, I, I was just talking about him the whole time. And guess what? The blacks down there got offended because... Um, you know, a lot of um, white, a lot of white Christians calling them out. I said, "Why are you standing for this stuff?" And, and you, are, you're a pastor, right? And they were talking. He was just harassing because he's a black man. I, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> blacks has been over, over. They've been put on overkill with everything is racism, man. Yep. Roland Martin was talking about. Why don't they want to have no black journalists? Because yeah, it's like blacks keep confusion going. Man. Stay close to your phone, Rick. You're coming kind of in and out. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now, James? Yeah, that's better. Thank you. Yeah, and it seemed like blacks causes confusion. Everywhere it goes, like a black man can say, "Hey, you look, you look hot," or he may go <laughs> by and say, "Sexy chocolate" or something like what that. What the heck? She, she called that harassment. But oh yeah, say it ridiculous. Time. You know, and, I know. And then, you know, and then it's crazy, man. Um, and I don't understand. And to me, when I see um, homosexuality, you know, it seems like to me most men that are homosexuals. I believe something happened to them, somebody forced themselves on them, and they haven't forgave the person that did it or let it go. And same with women. Most times women do go gay, seem like to me, because out of bad relationships, so they claim there's no good men out there. So they yeah. get involved with women, and they find out that women are just as bad. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it. No with another woman. <laughs> it's, it's evil. It's just another... It's just another... Um, another... What is that thing called? A symptom of the inner evil within. The hatred. You, do you think um, homosexuality has a lot to do with anger? Yeah, definitely. Look at them. They're yeah, the most, there's some of the most angry people, the radical ones, are the, some of the yeah. most angry, evil, malicious, vindictive, mean, nasty people that you, can, uh, that you, wanna, that you don't want to know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and that's what I told. And silly and female. Yeah, and then that's what I told on Facebook. I said, "Look, most of these couples, they may be mad at someone that done them wrong." Yeah, and, and not necessarily, and it wasn't even necessarily physically wrong. Spiritual oppression mm-hmm. by like the mother. Oh yeah. Lots of times, like the mother's sick of all these boys, and by the time like the youngest one comes around, they're like mm-hmm. <laughs> basically turn them into a girl. Wow, it's common. It's sad to see that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's um. Now you hear that AOC is complaining that you know how she was talking. Oh, I nearly lost my life, and you know what? None of them, none of those, none of no congressman was hurt at all. Yeah. And you know she's complaining like, oh, I was menace of getting killed. Right. A lot of people don't realize a lie is over exaggerated. It's a lie. Yeah. Tell them a half truth is a lie. It's made the whole truth. Uh, nothing but the truth. Anything else is a lie. The left has always been more violent against the right than vice versa. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. No, yeah. There's no, no contest. But they, but they, by them having the media on their side, they turn around and make it like it's the conservatives that are the worst people because they have control of the media. Right. Yep. You know, and and it's and it's sad because like um, and you look at I said you know. No, you hear a lot of um, liberals say the Proud Boys are a racist group. Oh, give me a break! Yeah, that's silly. Not, no, I said that's not true. I said kick 
can't stay off that. Yeah. Because um, my daughter was telling me that. I said, no, Proud Boys, the whole thing, they were for their country, and they are yep. some of the nicest people. But yeah. The media would paint them as, and, you know, in this. Oath Keepers, too. Like, I think that there were. Oath Keepers are former law enforcement or former military, or in some cases, active who want to mm-hmm. uphold their oath to protect and defend the Constitution. And many of them are getting smeared. Maybe some of them, I don't know, maybe some of them got a little out of hand. You know, sometimes people get um, angry at what's going on and they get a little erratic or out of hand. But generally, these people are people who love the country. And it's a, yeah, it's a false smear upon the decent people. What a shame. Well, the liberals, they, they, start, they, they, they set us up real good January 6th. But oh, like, yeah. You know, you and Jesse said they shouldn't have got angry. They have sat there and just protested peacefully yep. and even just brought attention to it, man. But one thing I couldn't that, believe, that changed everything. I couldn't believe my caller, Ray Ren, Renal, Ren, I forget what, Renel? Renel, he said that everybody at the, I, th- I think that he was talking about at the Capitol, Ramel, uh-huh. Ramel. He said everybody at the Capitol was was violent because they were accomplices to the violence. This so not true. The Black Lives Matter. Maybe you have a point because Black Lives Matter have a, has a history of a, of riots being associated with it. But Trump supporter yeah. pro Trump rallies and defending the uh, Stop the Steal rallies, so called, um, have a history of peace. They've never gotten out of hand like that before, ever. But you know what the the left has, they have successfully made it like they was trying to overthrow the government. Yep. It was not about trying to overthrow so phony. the government. It was about voter fraud. That's all it was. Yep. It was about voter fraud. Which, they, uh, which of course, is baseless. Doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, and, and, and anyway, thing. Rick, I got to run, man. I have to, I have to get man, to the last man, callers. I need to take up your time. No problem, man. man. We'll talk. This real, thing, real quick, real quick. Go for it. It was just that um, um, when... um. You know when they when, when they were saying with the voter fraud, all thing that was with when they um when they were saying it was voter fraud, it was just that um they were saying hey y'all was trying to steal the election. They were just trying to bring that up, and then if they weren't trying to steal the election, they shouldn't have been. They wouldn't have been scared. Right. They were scared they was gonna find out so someone was gonna come out. But anyway, James. Yeah. Love you, brother. Keep up the good work, man. I'll try and call in tomorrow. Sounds good. Take care, Rick. Appreciate you. Let me get to Ian in Martinez, California. About February. What's up, Ian? How are you doing? Hake report. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about the start to a BHM, Black Hatred Month? Yeah. That is wild. I saw a picture that was shocking to me, although it was just shocking maybe because it's so silly and dumb, of uh, YouTube changed its whole logo to say BH Month, <laughs> BHM. Instead of the YouTube logo on their uh, on their website, they hate they hate blacks. Very true. Yeah, yeah. And this guy, what's up with this guy? This new guy calling you now, dude, with the pure 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 <laughs> hatred. Renel? That was interesting. I had I wasn't expecting him to get that out of control, but again, I think that he was probably uh, acting, playing up his his drama. Yeah, we should give him a female's name, Renell. <laughs> I don't want to get too offensive to the guy. He seems like a he seems like he might get he might take it the wrong way if I get too playful with him. 
You don't uh, want to you don't want to cross people too much, you know. You don't want to be too disrespectful because people get really malicious and vindictive and vengeful. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good on you though, dude, for yeah. hanging with them. Yeah, good it job. was interesting. You want so, pound for pound? You go pound for pound with these. Uh, why is it? <laughs> oh, why is it always the blacks that that are calling you up and screaming and I know <laughs> and, and yelling at you? It's fun. It's fun. It makes it more entertaining. <laughs> It makes it more entertaining. Joel, I put YouTube, if he's, oh yeah, he's awake. Uh, YouTube BHM in the folder. Yeah, Ian, it's a mess. Why do you call, why do you call it Black Hatred Month? Uh, well, for, for openers, that I heard that guy this morning you were talking to uh, with Renell, and I was, yeah, I was like, wow, this, this guy sounds different. He's, 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 he sounds different than Tony, sounds different than, yeah. Uh, Earl the girl, he sounds different than Maze. <laughs> Earl, he calls him Earl the girl. Earl's gonna call it, call in and call you the f word again. No, he won't. He won't do that again. Um, yeah, he was different. He's, I mean, he's, he's really anti Black Lives Matter, and he claims to have supported Trump, but yet he claimed that Trump shouldn't have run in the first place. He was all over the place. There's YouTube's B H M logo, short for Black History Month. Talk about a cringy kiss up corporate culture, right? Fake, this is false culture. Nobody knows that it's Black History Month except for the mainstream media and these, um, and these big huge Google, YouTube, Apple have to remind us, hey, oh, it's Black History Month, make sure you celebrate now. Okay, mom. Nobody knows or cares who's normal about this thing, but it's all kissing up to blacks. So yeah, I agree, it is, there is a whole lot of hatred that's not Acknowledged or pointed out among the blacks, and that's why that nine-year-old girl was so out of control. Hatred. Yeah, yeah. They 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 were Yubu. I call YouTube Yubu. Yubu <laughs> was doing that before uh, BHM, though. They, right. they have like they have a black section. It says like black images. I know. Black music. Yeah. Just like Amazon. Have you noticed that Amazon yeah. Prime Video? I haven't really watched much Amazon that I know of, but I'm not surprised. It's all, it's all a bunch of kissing up, and this kissing up has been a, happening for a long time. On Huffington Post, the Huffington Post, they had something called Black Voices. For years they've had that. And it's all just liberal disgustingness. So, yeah. anyway, Ian, I gotta wrap up. I appreciate you, man. Happy Black Hatred Month. <laughs> the yeah. Blacks are encouraged to hate. And they don't realize good, it. Yeah, it's just always another good reminder to never apologize for being white. Nice. <laughs> Take care, Ian. Appreciate you, man. Or I'll talk to you later. All right. I gotta wrap up. Sorry to the callers. I cannot get to you. Connor in Atlanta wanted to talk about the Trump phone call with the Secretary of State of Georgia to find votes. And the rest of the callers, I cannot get to you. I will... Be taking calls tomorrow, assuming that I, uh, assuming that all goes well. And, um, there are some topics that I want to touch on tomorrow. Olympia, Washington, the homelessness communists that I, that I talked about in Hake News, and Reynosa, Mexico, that I talked about in Hake News yesterday, with, uh, it's a border city. Wow. All kinds of insanity going on. And Adam Kinzinger, man, that guy... Well, he's a total rhino and um, a mess.
And he's like my age. Well, was a senior when I was a freshman in high school. Anyway, guys, thehakereport.com for my stuff, jessieleepeterson.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church has the church podcasts and videos and blog post write-ups and throwback Sunday services and a uh, place to, that you can sign up and for mailing list and donate. And also um, the silent prayer is listed down on there if you scroll down on the church page for the Bond website. All right? Take care, guys.